The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. you play it you don't like that it's not that i don't <laughs> well i'm not a big fan of that song necessarily um, the reason well, why the reason why i played that is because this is the news episode and i have a tom DeLong story to share oh that's is, why is it a news story because that's been out for a while that he looks for ufos yeah i mean it's that's no big secret. It's just he's he's claiming different things. He's claiming oh, okay. different things. He's basically saying like the government is yeah. We'll get into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard that too. Hell yeah. So what's up, man? How's your weekend? Pretty good. Yeah. Had a good uh good Kins City Bastards episode recorded today. Nice. Hopefully they'll put them out on iTunes here soon. They're kind of backlogged. They like I said, they do it about once a month. So sure, hell, we yeah. kind of, uh, you know, there's basically only shit stories to talk about in the world right now. So we yeah. just talked about movies and random stuff. That's badass. Yeah, because I mean, shit's just fucking depressing around here. Around Got two everywhere. more attacks in Germany today. Just today. So as we record this, it's Sunday. Yeah, so there was a guy with a machete that went around trying to hack people up, and he claimed to be uh, that they're saying he's one of the immigrants from the Middle East. Naturally, they're going to say that, or one of the refugees. Right. Um, they're saying that he is not just they think he might be. Oh, okay. And then they had a bombing today too. It killed one person and hurt ten people. Fuck. And that, you know, it was yesterday. 
Or the, it was the day before, day before. that the guys started shooting people up. Right. I got to tell you, I think there's so, a yeah, lot of... I don't know, man. I just think people are afraid to get punched in the fucking face. And and so they have to, like, make bombs and, and shoot each other and stab each other. And I think they're just afraid to get their fucking asses kicked. And that ultimately makes them a pussy. And so, yeah, I just... I don't know. I don't fucking get it. It's like, wouldn't you just rather get fucking popped in the jaw and then go have a beer? You know what I mean? Not these people. No, these people fucking are nuts, man. Like, I don't know if it's like their mom didn't fucking hug them enough or what, but they're fucked. Like, they're completely fucked. I think it's, um, I, I'm guessing, my best estimated guess <laughs> is uh, they were indoctrinated. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Brainwashed in a way. Completely. Which, uh, by the Anyways, you know, I got a toast. <laughs> okay, okay. What were we going to say? Now, I was going to comment on your profile picture that I'm looking at right now. Yeah? It's kind of scary. Not as scary as the one that you had before. You know, that guy has a big fucking neck. It's I think the he's longest an alien. fucking neck I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I would totally hop Just, on board with um, saying he's an alien. So people out there don't think we're crazy. We no. do this show over Skype because we're not in the same room, and I like to put up different photos that he gets to look at while we record. <laughs> so I am stuck looking at that picture. I, I just took a picture of it. The last couple times I've put up shots of like cracked out people <laughs> yeah, or like real bad neck weird looking people. Real bad. Just a second here. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this shit to the ectoplasm show page. Just Had the because. count the count on there for a little while. That's and, right. Uh, Steve Harvey. You did have Steve Harvey, didn't you? And then an alien baby to scare you. You didn't like looking at that one at all. There, I'm publishing that right now. <laughs> now people are gonna think I really look like that. Oh well, it'll be fine. <laughs> people will be like, wow. <laughs> I'm. That's why I'm on radio, people. <laughs> uh, I'm remembering. Right, uh, I'm remembering <laughs> Wayne's World too, and they go to the radio station to like plug Wayne stock, and the the DJ's name is Handsome Dan, and he's like oh. just this geeky looking bastard. <laughs> Great. All that right. might be you, but that's not me. That's true. It's very true. So here's the toast for today. Toast to my here's horrible to, looks. Yeah, here's to long life and prosperity. Aww. And those that don't drink when, with sincerity, may they be damned to eternity. Ooh. So drink up, fellers. Hell yeah. And ladies. I think I'm going to have a sip right now. What are you drinking? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> no? <laughs> I'm drinking Crystal Light. That's what I'm drinking. Ah, I'm a nice. hard ass man on this Sunday night, you know. Kicked I'm drinking a uh, big rip. Um, I need to stock order. Yeah, that. Oh my god, that stuff is amazing. That stuff is so yeah, good. It's a Franklin Road Coffee Porter. God damn. And I don't know if they're gonna have that one. I I don't know which ones they're gonna have at the conference yet. But they, there's, there's a K-Grader there, and they're going to bring some other stuff as well. And I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so freaking ready for... I mean, it's what? It's less than two weeks now. Less than two weeks. Yeah. We are going to be in Kansas City 
meet and greet and I don't know what else. Shaking hands, smacking butts. I don't know, man. What do we yeah. do? Everything. It's going to be great. Probing. Probing. <laughs> Drinking. Be great. So yeah, that's two weeks away. Go to KansasCityParacon.net and buy your tickets beforehand, and they are cheaper than if you come to the door. We'll charge you a little bit more. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just five dollars more. Not a lot, baby girl. Just a little bit. And this is something somebody asked me. Yeah. You don't have to attend the full event if you buy a ticket. It's a come and go thing. So you'll get your. you, You know, you buy your ticket online. Yeah. If if you only want to come for some, one person, you'll be missing out. But I understand, and you could do that. Yeah, it's uh, you'll totally get an true. armband when you get there that'll allow you to come back in the next day or or later that day or whatever. Right. You don't have to be there from the time it starts to the time it ends. No, I mean, yeah, you could you could take off. I mean, some you know, it's totally cool. Whatever. Yeah, if you leave too early, or if you leave early, you won't get to see Josh's film. Uh, everybody's going to be gone by then. <laughs> it's not that late. No, it'll be all right. It'll be. Everybody good. will be liquored up a little bit, not too much, but liquored up a little bit, and it's I think perfect. that'll make the reception that much better. Perfect. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll make the reception that much better. Oh my gosh. The headline, dragon flying over what? South Jersey. A fucking dragon? A dragon. Nice. So this comes from phantomsandmonsters.com. They're a website that just do, like, monster stories and stuff like that. Well, they don't just do monster stories, but they're kind of known for that. They, they do a lot of BEK stories. Oh, cool, man. And um, A lot of, like, cryptid stuff then? Yeah, and they get a lot of submissions from people, and this is a submission from someone in okay. South Jersey. Um, so it's it's read as a letter. So it says, Hello, last weekend I was driving on Marshallville Road by the river Tuckahoe, New Jersey. I don't know what time. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's spelled T-U-C-K-A-H-O-E. It's it, baby. Tuckahoe. Tuckahoe. <laughs> Sorry, dude. God damn these <laughs> names. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's probably an Indian name, and it I probably means something dear. majestic. No, I, I'm sure it does. And we're sitting here laughing at well, it. Don't fucking name things like that. <laughs> God damn. Uh, anyways, it says I don't know uh, what the time or what the time was, but it was dusk, and the sky was light enough to see anything in the sky. I caught a glimpse of a huge flying creature crossing the roadway approximately 100 feet in the air. I swear it was the shape, or it was shaped like a dragon, silhouetted against the lighter sky flying south towards the state forest. He said, I looked for at it for almost 10 seconds. The wings were wide and there was a long tail. The head was like that of an unknown reptile. It was dark in color and flapped the giant wings, which had to be 30 feet or more in width. So that's not in length, in width. So width. Yeah. Ridiculous. There was another, unless you just wrote that wrong, but that's what I think of. Right. When they say it that way. Anyways. Damn. 
definitely saw it by the expressions on their faces. I pulled over, and the two people in the other car looked over as they passed me, pointing to the sky. I tried to get them to stop, but they were moving by too fast. I lowered the windows and yelled, but they continued on. When I stuck my head out of the window, I immediately smelled a foul stench and felt warm downdrafts. What? It was very weird. I have added an image, which they didn't include. I found that closely mimics what they saw. Oh, so he found something that looked kind of like what he saw. Okay. Says, I'm not naive, and I know that this could not have been an actual animal. I almost feel like I entered a time warp at the time this creature appeared. For the rest of the evening, I had a physical reaction similar to jet lag. That's probably... His endorphins and adrenaline and stuff got shot so high at that moment that yeah, I would he, he came down and that's what the jet lag is. So. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Yeah, and it says I haven't said anything to anyone else. I live alone and retired. I oh. lived in this area for most of my life, and I've never experienced anything like this. There's been no mention of this in the local news. I may have seen something I shouldn't have. And nobody else reported on on this creature. No, and uh, the, at least the writer of see. this website called him to interview him. Um, it says, I called Malcolm, guy's name, this afternoon, and we had an interesting conversation. He asked me to redact some personal information in his original email since I asked for his permission to publish. I gathered a few additional details. The sighting date was Sunday, July 3rd of this year, around 8.15 p.m. Wow. His description was stark and believable. The body from tip to tail was estimated at 50 to 60 feet. Wow. And that there were two long appendages on either side of the head. The foul stench was like likened to rotting fish. It says we discussed... An assertion of a possible time slip. I asked if he noticed other changes in the surrounding area during the sighting. He said that he didn't detect any other anomalies. I'm going to conduct some follow-up investigation, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, yeah, this guy's convinced he saw a dragon in South Jersey. I want you to answer me something. (laughs) Yeah. You're driving along. You see... A fucking dragon. Or what at least appears to be like a 50 foot long flying reptile almost is what he was describing. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What the well, part fuck of me, do you do? There's, I, part of me says that I would want to stop and take out my camera. Yes. On my phone and yes. try to get a picture or video of it. But the other part of me says first thing I'm doing is going in the opposite direction that it's going as fast as I can. Yeah. Which may be why we don't ever get really good photos of stuff like this or Bigfoot or whatever because at that moment the person's freaking out. He's not thinking about grabbing a camera. He's thinking about this thing's gonna fucking kill me. That's a good point. Or blow fire up my ass. Yeah. You know suggesting it's a fire breathing dragon. They said the downdrafts were hot. Like it was warm pushing down air that was heated up by the dragon I just don't get it I don't get it 
That would scare the shit out of me. I'm pretty positive in saying that. Josh Hurd gets abducted by dragons. Yeah. Next, we can go dragon hunting. Right? I'm more interested in going... Than dragons, I'm more interested in going over to... Where is it? Norway? Where they say they have the big giant mountain trolls? Yes. Yeah, let's get you abducted by them. Why do we have to be abducted? Why can't we just observe? (laughs) That's going to be our... Our stick. I don't. I don't want the shit. Get Josh hurt abducted. I don't want no shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm fine with the whole like. Hey, let's try to get abducted by aliens thing. I think that. Um, I think that your your freak out would probably be funnier than funnier than my freak out. Oh, I guarantee that. With if something were to happen, that is why it's you that we are trying to get abducted and not me. Because I'll I'll be more animated. Yeah, it'll be, it? you know, fun to watch. It'll be hilarious is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So even if none of it ever happens, you have the thought in your head that it might as we're yeah, doing these quote-unquote yes. experiments out in the desert. So, yeah. Yeah. If you see something or hear something in the woods, you're going to be flipping out. I will be flipping out. I promise. And now, like, uh, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Tom DeLong, uh, formerly of you know Blink One Eighty Two, um, he is, says that uh, the government has been doing incredible things in relation to UFOs. Uh, DeLong just posted the following text along with a photograph. He says we are getting very close to showing you uh, all. A piece of a documentary. Been working on this for a long time. This week I flew across the country, spent 12 hours with two scientists from the CIA and a very high-level person from uh, the Defense Department. Our country has been doing incredible things in relation to this topic. Every decision they made, as hard as it is to comprehend now, really was in our best interest. At first, your instinct is to be angry because you feel like you were lied to, left out of something important. But once you know the facts, you'll be proud of what our country did. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, it's good that somebody like him is not afraid to speak out. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there is... And... Even looking back, like the whole, the, like the whole, like telltale signs have been there forever. Like even if you look back at like some of Blink One Eighty Two's music, especially the songs that Tom wrote when they weren't talking about like dick and farts and stuff like that, they're talking about like aliens, UFOs, things like that. Look at Angels and Airwaves and their videos and how incredibly, I don't know, it's it's really weird how they're portraying some of these things but it's like Tom has devoted his entire life now to to finding these things finding truth behind this and using his using his celebrity as kind of a you know a cushion or a, a platform so to speak I think that also helps him gain access to these higher level people in government yeah for sure because, I mean, they're not going to let me fucking walk in there. You know what I mean? 
They're not going to let just like Joe Schmo anybody walk in there. I don't know, dude. It's good stuff, though, right? Yeah, it's... um... It kind of gives you hope. It gives me hope, anyway. Because I'm like, huh, okay. So everything they're doing, they're doing for a reason. Now we just have to wait and figure out what the fuck that reason is. Like, what is their reasoning behind all this? It's really cool. It makes it feel like we're getting close. I don't know. What do you think? I, you know what I think. I think that if the (laughs) government ever knows about this, they're never going to tell us. I don't think they'll ever tell us 100%. I think that it'll have to be the, the aliens telling us. Would we, as a human populace, would we even believe what the fuck was going on right in front of our eyes? Uh, that's we the are other so thing. we are so jaded. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. I've mentioned that before too. That exactly, we could come out with the best piece of even we could it could be pure scientific evidence, yes. like real scientific 100%, evidence, one hundred percent. Yes, and people will not believe it. Right, but uh, now you have the an way alien. It is. I mean, let alone the fact that it's it's made up to be ridiculous already. Everything is looked at as being ridiculous. So, if something were to come out, it would be looked at as a joke. Now, I'm sure you're right. I'm, I'm sure that yeah, it, the majority I think it was of people that way too. Exactly. Exactly. They don't want us. I don't know, man. They don't really. I don't think they want us to even fucking like talk about this shit. They want it to be tongue in cheek. Yeah. They want it to be humorous almost. But when it comes to the conspiracy side, in the UFO side, alien side, they want the most ridiculous stories being out there. Exactly. They probably put. I mean, they're. There's such a thing as disinformation. I'm sure everybody's heard of that. They actually yeah. put out stories to cover up what they're doing. Right, right. Oh, my God. Friggin' nuts. Nuts. So, uh, speaking of which, speaking government of government chiefs, yeah, no, which. Ah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Government's chief's deathbed confession. Quote, I was shown inside an alien UFO at Area 51. Shown inside? Yeah. So it says, this comes from, or this comes from the Express of the UK. It says, a former government agency expert made a detailed deathbed confession of how he was shown inside an alien flying saucer at the top secret Area 51 military base. It has been sensationally claimed. Paul Hellyer, yes, a former Canadian Minister of Defenseman, said an unnamed former Canadian Chief of Emergency Measures revealed the astonishing story just before his death from a neurological illness. So he had a brain disorder. <laughs> Anyways. So that doesn't that's help. That's not funny that he has a brain disorder. No, it just doesn't help the case. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hellyer, 92, revealed... The claim to a panel of the world's top UFO and alien investigators and experts. So 
did they go to him or did they like videotape him? Yeah, he's he, he was shit. I don't know. Obviously, I don't think he was able to go to them. No, most Anyways, likely not. Uh, speaking at the hearing on ET disclosure in Brantfield, Brantford, Ontario, Canada. I'm telling you, uh, the other night I texted you yeah. that we need to go to go Canada. Go to Canada, yeah. They are UFO. They are yeah. like, it's feverish up there for UFO stuff right because now. Because they fucking talk about it. They actually openly can talk about it. Yeah. It's Anyways, way different. Yeah, Mr. Hellier explained that if he wanted to know about the workings of an alien spacecraft, he would, quote, ask the current chief of emergency measures. Mr. Hellier, who became a UFO expert after claiming to have seen proof of alien visitations while in office, said, the reason I know is I interviewed the previous one who is now deceased, and he went to Langley and the CIA asked if he would like to see one of these crafts. So he traveled to the United States to, you know, work with the neighbors. Yeah. And they asked if he wanted to go look at an alien craft. It says they flew him to Area 51 and let him go inside one of the and observe it and make notes of the and this sort of thing. So he's Conspiracy. saying F to the yeah. Yeah. Um, so the rest of the, the, there's a couple paragraphs where it talks about Area 51. I don't think we need to go into the details of that again. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Hellier added, I guess presumably it was to be better co-op with that. Um, I'm not sure how he worded that, but he meant that it, he was shown this so that he would know how to deal with it if one crashed in the, in Canada. Right. Uh, it said before he was allowed to go, he had to sign an oath of secrecy and not tell anyone. And during his life, he didn't tell anyone, including his wife. And an Air Force buddy phoned him. He was dying of Luke Gehrig's disease. At that point, he felt he should tell someone. Said I phoned him. He gave me a full report of what he saw and the whole idea of the inside of the craft and this sort of thing. Wow. And the fact that he had been in brief, in a brief in many things, but now he felt he could tell somebody there. I don't know if they form their sentences differently there. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It's kind of hard to read this. I don't know how right. they typed it out. Anyways, Mr. Hellier was Canadian Minister of Defense from 1963 to 1968 and was Deputy Prime Minister in 1969. Yes but outed himself as a UFO believer 11 years ago from now. So, yeah, he definitely held these offices. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And, and um, yeah, he claims that he actually got to go on an air, you know, a UFO in Area 51. Now, you know, um, I, like, you know, I don't think there's anything alien in Area 51. I think it's too well-known. Yeah. But he was... This was in the 60s. Exactly. So there definitely could have been something there at the time. Or they could have flown him anywhere and said, this is Area 51, and he wouldn't have known. That's very true. Shit. Yeah, they could have just taken him wherever. That's interesting, though, to think about. I like it, buddy. 
Did I lose you? No, 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 no. Sorry, I got I got distracted by a shiny thing. Damn shiny. It wasn't things. really a shiny thing. It was a my <laughs> damn phone like it went was off. Fucking shiny enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I got God. a bunch of stories, so I'm going to go ahead and go into the next one. Okay, go for it. Uh, Rio 2016, Poltergeist fears grip Olympics Olympics Village after site built on, quote, sacred mass grave. Oh, good. <laughs> this goes for the Daily Star out of the UK. Yeah. Uh, Brazilians have been whipped into a frenzy amid shocking claims that the Olympics media village has been built on a mass grave of African slaves. As the eyes of the world are fixed on Brazil's capital, descendants of runaway slaves known as Quilombo claim the site was built on sacred land where their ancestors were buried. Ed Adelson Almedia uh, accuses the developers of destroying archaeological remains of his ancestors at the site of an old sugar mill. Yeah. He also believes the community has been deprived of a public space for cultural activities that celebrate its Afro-Brazilian heritage. And there are fears... The dispute mirrors the storyline of cult 1982 horror movie Poltergeist. Come on. The suburban U.S. housing estate Come is on. built on ancient Native American burial ground. Um, so one Sunday morning, a chainsaw came and devastated everything, including century-old trees, he told the Guardian. Okay. I regard the ground as sacred because it's where my ancestors were buried. Their blood was spilled. I don't want it to be in vain. He went on to say... Oh. uh, We want to fight for this space, our rights and our traditions. So the rest of this is just him talking about wanting to be recognized. But it is built on a mass grave there. And there are people, I guess, worried about staying there. Like, people are actually legitimately kind of freaking out. A little bit. Just stay away from the Probably TV. Probably not as much as the story would lead on to at the beginning there, but... Don't touch the TV. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. God. It's freaking awesome, though. So people are legitimately, like, going up in arms, f- just flipping shit. Well, at least this guy is. It's outstanding. Um, it is outstanding. But there are people that, I guess, they're claiming that they don't want to stay there because they're afraid of the spirits. I don't I don't know, man. I guess I could see it. I could see why they would be freaking out. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's pop cultural to yeah. see think that oh it's shit's gonna happen well, it's really <laughs> there are neighborhoods all over America that are built above grave sites true <laughs> so it's about to go down <laughs> <laughs> they're just saving up yeah yeah 
They uh, one more, one more. Okay, okay. And we're coming for you. No, what? I wasn't talking about stories. I was saying that that's what they're thinking. That's what they're in thinking. Their grips. Yeah, one, one more, more just one more, and I want to come get you. Just fucking try it. Just try it. Sons of bitches. Nice. So, uh, an alien giant finger has been found in Egypt. Did you see this story? A giant finger? A giant finger. I think I did see somebody post it on Facebook, but I don't know if I read it. This is bizarre. Swiss archaeological... God, frickin' damn my fucking mouth or tongue or whatever. Swiss archaeologist Gregor Spori released the photo to the newspaper build last year. According to him, this finger was discovered in Egypt in 1988, and the owner of the giant finger was a grave robber that acquired the piece while searching through uh, an undisclosed tomb in Egypt. What they're wanting to know is this if, if if it's actually real or not. It looks like a it looks like a finger, but it's also quite large. Um, it says what, after so how old is this finger supposed now, to be? Well, we're getting there. Um, after paying three hundred dollars, Spory had a look uh, at the grave robber's treasure, which was <laughs> yeah right was the skin and bone wrapped in old rags. He was allowed to take photographs, but uh, he wasn't allowed to obviously buy the the artifact. With Why not? It's in, well, I don't know. The grave robber would be it, all about This is my money. point. Everything is for sale. So here, check this. Incredible length. It had to belong to a creature that was over five meters in height, which is roughly 16 feet tall. Uh, There's even an x-ray image from the 60s, it says. A simple DNA test will reveal it, but Gregor Spory found that the finger was stolen and never to be found again. This, of course, a great hoax alert. You know what I mean? Until this day, until this day, the photographs are the only proof uh, about this strange and unique discovery. It's... uh, it's so freaking bizarre here. Dude. There's no way it could be proven as real. No, what they're the trying to say, what they're trying to say is like, okay, um, I, I found it. I found it earlier. Roman historian Flavius Josephus. Flavius Josephus. What a great name. Reported in 79 AD in his History of the Jewish War that, quote, There were giants, much larger and different than normal people, horrible to look at, who has not seen with his own eyes, he cannot believe that they have been so enormous. Unquote. So what they're suggesting is that this may possibly be the finger of one of these giants. If it were, in fact, factual. I don't know, because I mean now huh. they, they, there's no way the, we the can article, know. The article it gets into like no, of course not. The article it gets into like fucking, you know, the Bible and all of that shit. What is this? 
What is it, buddy? Uh, I'll, I'll bring it up in just a second. Um, yeah, I mean, one, the fact that he wouldn't sell it. Bingo. For a, a big a, amount a robber. of, you know, I don't know how much the guy was willing to pay, but. It was probably he's a, a hefty grave chunk robber. of change. He's in it to, you know, to, yes. to make money. Bingo. The other thing is that he charged to look at it. No, he didn't. I was telling you. That oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like $300. $300 just to look at it. He couldn't touch it. He could photograph it. He couldn't touch, though. You can look, but you can't touch. You look with your eyes, not with your hands, sons of bitches. Huh. <laughs> yes, I, I, it sounds fake. It um, has to be fake. It freaking has to be. And even if it was, even if it's not, you can't prove anything from a photo. Yeah. What the shit? Huh. What's up? Nothing. I'm just looking at stuff. Oh, it's a video. Damn it. There was something that popped up on my computer that said Museum of Fake Ghost Photos. But I lost nice. it. I'll have to look it up later. So. Um, headline. Spooky ghosts have been forcing farmers to end it all, said the home minister of Madhya Pradesh, a state in central India. Huh. It's come from Sputnik News. Some of the 418 farmers who committed suicide in Sahora district over the course of two and a half years were under the influence of ghosts and spirits, said the state's home minister. I'm not even try that name. <laughs> uh, was claimed, or this was claimed in his written reply to somebody else that I'm not going to try to read. A member of the Legislative Assembly who asked for the statistics on the exact number of suicides that took place in the district between January 1st, 2014 and July, or June 30th, 2016. Um, the matter came up for discussion during question hour on Wednesday when the lawmaker told the speaker that he re- received the bizarre answer from the Home Department, Patel also argued that out of the 408 suicides, not a single farmer was recognized by the Home Department as a victim who took his life after his crops failed. According to the given statistics, three persons have committed suicide after seeing ghosts, and the reason of 117 suicides remained unknown, but the head of that province stated that it's because ghosts are telling them to. That's amazing. Why are people listening? (laughs) Yep. Pretty damn much. My goodness. I don't know, man. (laughs) Why are people listening? Yeah, I mean, there's one thing if a ghost tells you to kill yourself. Right. Be like, no. It's another if you actually do it. Yeah. Ghost is like, go kill yourself. And I'd be like, no. Go kill yourself or I'm going to kill you. And I'll be like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. Not yet. You're like, would you just shut the fuck up? (laughs) So, um, 
this is a video, and I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna have to post this video on the ectoplasm page um, right after we post about the show. I'll post this in the comments. So, the Vatican, a Vatican researcher, excuse me, confirms confirms Da Vinci placed secret dire warnings in his paintings. So this Vatican um, researcher. researcher has met Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. Correct. Apparently. No. Okay. <laughs> this, I'm pretty sure that's impossible. A startling new announcement from the researcher of... Yep. I'm not even going to try it. Sabrina something. A Vatican scholar... The teenage witch. We'll just go with that. Yep. Talking cat and all. A Vatican mm-hmm. scholar and insider says here, Leonardo da Vinci hid codes pointing to dire warnings in the Last Supper painting and which may have predicted the end of the world. Pretty outstanding. I'm going what, to be okay, posting so what this it, video. Okay, so what is it that predicts the end of the world nope, that's in there? Not a clue. going to post the video. say. going to post the video. No, that's it. That is literally all that's written. Oh. That is but literally. They probably it. say in the video. Have you watched the video? I'm looking at the video. But have you watched the video? I'm watching the video. God, this is trippy. It's like some History Channel thing. Oh well, yeah, the History Channel's been obsessed with the end of the world. Oh my God. Okay, so check this. I just figured something out. You figured out when the world's gonna end. No. So. As I'm watching this clip, right, I see the History Channel insignia at the bottom. It's Brian on there. No, it's not Brian. Dirty little bastard. Anyway, so it's the History Channel insignia. Now, what's interesting about that is that it flips and it turns, and in comes the image of a cryptex. Like a cryptex or whatever would be like the uh, the scrolly thing that would you would have to... Um, move the pieces or whatever to say a certain word to then unlock it. And inside would be um, a hidden message or whatever. It was used on the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. That's what this is. This is not news. This is not news. It's from the Da Vinci Code? I don't know. It's not from the Da Vinci Code. It's It's from the History Channel. It's just one of those... Um, what is this called? Leonardo da Vinci End of Times. Oh, yeah. They've been running that for a few years now. Have they really? Yeah. Well, it would have had to have been. If they're talking about, like, da Vinci Code, what? That came out, like, how many fucking years ago? Ten? Twelve? How long ago has that been? It's been a while. Yeah. It's, it's been a day or two. I don't two. know if it's been ten or twelve, but it's, it's been, a day or been two. at least eight. eight. At least eight? Probably. Amazing. Let's see. Um, I'm going to ask Google. You're going to ask who? Don't ask Brian. Did I lose you again? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Hold on. Okay, Google. (laughs) Okay, What year... Was the Da Vinci Code movie released? 
Yeah. Yeah. You tell me what Google has to say about that. Um, oh, it just said uh, May 19th, 2006, so 10 oh, years ago. 10 years, okay. So you were on. I was close. But if they've been showing that, so I'm sure that that show right there is at least probably nine years old from that History Channel whatever. Probably around there. Good yeah. Lord. Screw that. Well, spe- speaking of the end of the world, oh. you have any more news stories? No, I'm out. Fresh out. I actually because have that wasn't a news. Twofer, a twofer this week. Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> two into the <laughs> yeah. One. Two ways that we're going to die. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one is, uh, you know, both of these things we've kind of touched on before in the past, but these are new stories around them. So. Okay. Super volcanoes may give one year warning before erupting. Now, how in the fuck? Okay, so, they're going to give us. They're going to give um, us a year. Just wait till no, wait no. It says it may give us a one. It may give us a one year warning. That's cute. Um, it's like an alarm. This comes from Mysterious Universe. Yeah, <laughs> it says hey, what would you do if you knew a nearby super volcano would erupt in exactly one year? Buy super volcano insurance? (laughs) Uh, Run like hell. What a funny little quip. (laughs) (laughs) According to their report in PLOS 1, this person associated, I didn't want to read the name, Associate Professor of Earth and Environment Sciences at Vanderbilt University, and Stephen Sutton from the University of Chicago studied small small quartz crystals from the Bishop Tuff. A tuff is a formation of welded volcanic rock in eastern California where a supervolcano erupted 760,000 years ago and formed the Long Valley Caldera. Their analysis focused on the surface rims of these crystals along with rims on crystals from other supervolcanoes which are an indicate an indicator of age. The researchers used a new method of studying the quartz crystals based on the amount of titanium titanium in them. Titanium huh. is an impurity in quartz that can indicate time scales, but it has been previously difficult to measure. Wow. Their new technique involves carbon oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> Ca- cathodoluminescence uh, cath- cathodoluminescence that's what it is measuring the produced when a quartz is blasted with electrons various or variations indicate growth rates and time spans what did Galda and Sutton find maximum rim growth time span from approximately one minute to 35 years with a median of approximately four days. So, whoa, more than 70% of rim growth times are less than one year, showing right. that quartz rims have mostly grown in the days or months prior to the eruption. So these cells don't start to form until it's about to erupt. And it says rim growth is caused by decompression or these rim 
gross, whatever they're talking about, rim things, um, don't start forming until around one year before the Super Volcano goes off. So, wow, uh, it's caused by decompression. The activity in the underground magma chamber that releases the gas bubbles that expand the magma body to fuel the eruption. Now, we have shown that the onset of the process of decompression, which releases the gas bubbles that power the eruption, start less than a year before the eruption. The good news, according to Galda, is that decompression should be detectable on the surface above or near its occurrence a year before the eruption. But get this, the bad news is... Scientists don't know yet what the surface signs of decompression are, and uh, more research is needed and hopefully underway. In the meantime, want to buy some <laughs> super volcano moisture. So, yeah, basically what they're saying is there should be a way to detect yeah. it, but we have no idea how to find that. Shit. So it could be it could be happening right now. Yeah, I was just going to say it could already be it there. It could have happened eight months ago. Uh, fuck. Come on. <laughs> but we're not gonna have to wait till then yeah because this friday the world is going to end oh fuck yeah thank god all right what's going on <laughs> shock claim i like these stories Ooh. that put that at the beginning shock claim that's the second one this week shock claim world will end when poles flip and mega earthquake strikes on july 29th poles are going to flip Yes. Now, David of the UK sent us an article on this a few weeks ago, but it's all over the paranormal news now. So I just pulled one of those articles. Oh, okay. Okay. Produced by Armageddon News and broadcast on the End Times Prophecy YouTube channel, the film says the Bible predicts how a polar shift will trigger worldwide tremors and reduce countries to rubble. Damn. Entitled, Why the World Will End Surely, on 29th of July, 2016, Shocking Facts. <laughs> the 17-minute video says the horrific events will signal a biblical Armageddon and the second coming of Christ. Wow. Those behind the film claim an ongoing phenomenon known as a polar flip. Okay will be responsible for the destruction of the planet as we know it. Narrated by a female computer-generated voice, yeah. the footage says the polar flip will make the stars race across the sky and the vacuum from the reeling of the Earth will pull the atmosphere along the ground, trying to catch up, creating what is known as a roll cloud for Jesus will only return on the day that poles reverse and a global earthquake reels the earth, turning it upside down and leaving every city in the world in utter ruin and destruction. Does it say that in the Bible? Like verbatim, does it say uh, that? Electronic female voice says it does. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Now I can't argue yeah. with her. Now is the time to make your decision to accept Jesus as your savior, savior I or knew reject him. There was a rub in there somewhere. <laughs> Polar shift <laughs> is a real geomagnetic phenomenon whereby the visible magnetic north pole moves slowly upwards caused by the movement of the molten iron within the earth's core. Scientists calculate the world goes through this geomagnetic reversal around 
every 780,000 years. But rather than a sudden shift in polarity, these magnetic poles move slowly over thousands of years. And since records began, the pole has so far shifted more than 600 miles. Damn. So where do the video prophets get July 29th from? That's what I want to know, yeah. Since the 20th century, the speed of the shift has increased to 40 miles a year. I didn't know it was going that fast now. Uh, NASA announced that it will speed up further from July 14th to August 19th, which appears to be the basis of the new prediction. Shift of the geographic North Pole is also taking place due to the weight of the melting Arctic glaciers distributing the weight of Earth's oceans. I don't don't buy that because our poles aren't they're done they're made by the spinning of the core anyways of this nasa says we will barely notice it a spokesman says while the conditions that cause polarity reversals are not entirely predictable there is nothing in the millions of years geologic geologic records to suggest that any of the doomsday scenarios connected to poles reversals would be taken seriously right I'm going to take this call. You talk about it for a second. I got to say goodnight to my daughter. You go talk to your kid. Just a second. Now you, you take your time. Whatever. I'll talk to our good people. So anyway, Christ, now that that guy's gone. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. So here, 913-730-7255. Uh, you guys have been reaching out more and more. Uh, interacting with us a lot more. I appreciate the hell out of it. Ectoplasm show at gmail.com uh, at ectoplasm show on Instagram and Twitter, the ectoplasm show on Facebook and ectoplasm show.com. Get a hold of us. Let us know what you're, uh, what you're thinking about some of these topics. Um, some of them are freaking interesting as hell. Like that is no lie. I heard what you said about what? About what? About me. About wh- what did I say? Uh, you said, uh, now, now that that guy's <laughs> gone. Now, now that guy's gone. I turned gone. off my mic. I didn't turn off the sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway. But, no, it's been it's been really cool, like, having you guys reach out to us, interact with us a lot more. Um, Freaking love it. And, uh... If you guys are just now finding the show, welcome. Thanks for giving us a chance. If you guys have uh, hung out with us for a very long time now, I there's a special place in heaven for you, I think. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> so uh, this just in. Yeah. Well, it's just in for... Um, we, You and I have talked about it. This is just in for our listeners. Okay. The, the Exoplasm Show will be at a con in Arkansas... October 1st. October 1st. The I got to put this Fort shit. Ericon in Fort Smith, Arkansas. We have a table there. Ooh. Uh, come come see us. Get some. Arkansas, maybe we'll give away some stuff. You can. Uh, by then, you probably will. Ha- will you have copies of your new movie available for people? Maybe. 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 I don't know. We'll see. 
We shall see. What's this Paracon called? Fort Smith Paracon. Fort. Oh, oh sorry. It's called Old Fort Paracon. Old it's in Fort Smith, Fort Arkansas. That's where it's at. Yes. Fort what? Fort Smith, <laughs> I Arkansas. You. I'm just being a jackass. <laughs> Fort Smith, Arkansas. At the convention center there? Yes, in R, Kansas. Yeah, in R, Kansas. I'm adding this to my uh, to my calendar right now so I don't forget. So I want all those R, Kansians to come up and tell us how <laughs> your state is actually pronounced. That's right. Uh, just search it on Google. I'm sure you could find it. Uh, uh, look for it on Facebook, too. Really I, I think they have a website. Yeah. So. It'll be a it's great their time. first year. Um, when do we get closer? I might talk about a little bit about who's going to be there, just so people know. We headline it. Is that it? We, no, we're, we're the big speaking. attraction. We're the big attraction. Well, once we're there <laughs> this year, we're going to be the big attraction next year. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. I got you. Cool, cool. Well, I tell you what. You guys have a great rest of your week. And uh, we will be talking to you bright and early Friday morning. Peace out.